0: Hello and welcome to not so Molly Mormon Podcast. Hi, it's Kelly. Hi, it's Katie, and we're back. Um, I haven't recorded in quite a while because Sarah's on vacation to the States, and so this is awesome. I feel I feel like I'm back in the zone. I'm just very excited. I'm so excited to have Kelly back. We all love her. So much. I love being here. You know that. Yes, it's always a great time. Um But before we get into the main topic, Kelly so graciously uh, volunteered to read us a journal entry from back when she was a a Mormon, correct? (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, very. Um, Okay. So on this day in history, you guys, (laughs) on June 30th, 2000, I got married for the first time as a 19-year-old in the Mormon temple.
0: So we had discussed,
1: the last time I was on, I did the whole temple story. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) I'll tell you guys, I'm going to read just a little bit of my journal. And this is actually the night before, the night before I got married.
0: Were you so nervous? Oh, I was. But I just knew that
1: God was going to, you know, God is, (laughs) what did I say? God rocks. Heavenly (laughs) Father (laughs) rocks.
0: Heavenly Father rocks. You don't say God. Oh, and didn't you also say, Heavenly Father is so cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Rock on, EFY. Sorry, you guys. Uh, Sorry Uh, for the road trip. Uh, (laughs) But what I'm going to do is just, I'm trying to decide. Okay. So I'm going to actually read after. So you can hear, like, how I recapped the, the wedding. Okay. And this is on July 12th, 2000. I said, well, here I am a married woman. No longer am like Kelly. Oh, I won't say my name. I Kelly blank, but Kelly blank. Uh-huh. I'm so happy. Married life really is wonderful. Okay. This is, this is so funny. Okay. My wedding day was the quote best day of my life. Everything was wonderful. <laughs> the temple was beautiful. The weather was overcast and rainy, but didn't rain for outside. I said, <laughs> um, the ceremony was so beautiful. I felt the spirit so strongly and even cried as I vowed to remain loving and faithful, sorry, to my husband for all eternity. We are an eternal family, and it is such an awesome blessing. While I'm sad some of my family and friends couldn't see me get married, I am so glad I married in the temple. It is the ah. Only way to mm-hmm. Ah. Already. Hold on, my husband's calling. The good husband's calling me. I have to send him to now. Okay. <laughs> the good husband. The new one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> new and improved. A new model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said already I've seen numerous blessings come from our faithfulness. We In two days. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> baby Kelly, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, no, I mean, to be fair, this is this is 12 days, 12, oh, 12 days. days,
0: I thought it was yeah. two days, okay, okay, my so math's different, <laughs> oh, right, okay. I didn't do that math, July 12th, not July 2nd, come on, get mm-hmm. it together, Katie, <laughs> I
1: mean, and our, we just, you know, we were able to get an apartment, so that's why I said we were being, we were being blessed for being faithful, because, you know, I don't, ah. like, what,
0: um, yeah, God will do was all an apartment
1: yeah. <laughs> That's all I wrote about my temple wedding.
0: Oh. I mean, because you're supposed to keep it secret, right? Like you probably are too nervous to even write down the details in the journal.
1: Yeah. You know, I honestly don't really remember anything about that day. It was. It. I was thinking about it, and it was like, it's like I was outside of my body, mm, watching it uh-huh. happen. It was uh-huh. so creepy and it i mean it kind of is because like you can see your reflection in the mirrors that they have set up it's like Uh you you get married and they they say now look at your reflection in the mirror And they have all these fucking mirrors set up and you can see your reflection go on like forever and they're like that is how long your marriage is going to go into the
0: attorney needs you'll never see the ending of it um, oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah like when you put it that way because i've always when when we, i would tour the temples you know when they were before they were dedicated i always thought mm-hmm. those eternity mirrors were so cool and like they are but also they are, yeah but also they're creepy in a way and and cool. yeah i hadn't thought about that before
1: yeah i don't i don't like that thought but um what's funny is i never talked about like anything about how happy I was and how much in love I was and how, you know, we had sex all the time. Never. Did I, I didn't say mm-hmm. anything about it. Nothing. No, nothing.
0: It was all about like, you're so grateful to be blessed because of the church and the temple wedding.
1: Oh yeah. Our and
0: temple, then I t- Temple stealing.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the rest of the last two pages are literally me just telling a story of how I forgot my underwear um, to go when we were leaving to go to our cabins. And then I, I called my parents and it, I hadn't forgotten my underwear I had forgotten the food, and so um, I had to see my parents the day after I had sex for the first time. So that. was,
0: like, <gasps> How I was that?
1: Know. Oh, it was so fucking awkward because they were like yeah. all teasing and stuff, and I'm just like, it was a, it was not a good experience. Like, yeah, did that's not have, very awkward.
0: Like yeah. I mean, especially for for Mormons because you know the. The expectation is that n- neither of you have had sex before, and now it's like, oh, here comes the night, like you're gonna finally see his penis, blah blah blah. It's just, oh, I don't want you to be thinking about that, about, about me, like. Oh. <laughs> 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 I
1: know, I know. I, I, God, I should have just gotten in the car with him and gone home. <laughs> it should have. But anyway. Oh,
0: well. So. That, that was a little great. bit of nuggets from my journal. I have so many. Um, oh, I feel like every time you're on here, we should do opening. exercise moment. An opening journal exercise moment with Kelly. And you can I love it. share little tidbits for us. Because and I, I,
1: when we do our my podcast, I'm eventually going to do one someday. But
0: <laughs> yeah, we've been That'll talking be my about opening it. Segment. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. Love that. Okay. Well, <laughs> well thank it. you. Um, Okay. So I found this article. It's from um, a website called List 25. So very profesh, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's called 25 Bizarre Mormon Rules You Won't Believe Are Real. So I glanced at this and I was like, I need to read this with Kelly and we're going to go through and see if they got this right, because I'm fairly certain this was not written by a Mormon, obviously, because they would not call themselves a Mormon, right? Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> so. Well, well I like, have basically a
0: doctorate in Mormonology. Right, right. We're awesome. going to see. If they get it right. The Exmos here are going to tell you, did you get these facts right? The bizarre facts that you won't, the bizarre rules you won't believe are real. Clickbait. Okay. Yeah. So. Number 25. In the Mormon faith, God is a mortal being that went through a process of exaltation to godhood. There are many similarities between the Mormon faith and other Christian denominations. The main difference is that humans can also go through this process of exaltation to godhood. This has led to many curious and bizarre rules being taught in the church. Hashtag fact. Yeah, got that right. Yeah. Yeah. Mormons, as we've covered, if you're in Evermo, they believe that they're going to be gods someday and women will be married to the gods and pop out babies to populate All a new planet time. that's like their job is to constantly make yeah to be pregnant and birthing spirit babies yeah <laughs> as, this is how it goes this is how the saying goes
1: uh, as as man is god once was that's as exactly is,
0: man will become exactly it okay Dang, that that kind of gave me little shivers. I have not thought of that phrase in so long, but that definitely is. That's definitely what they say. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Next thing is in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, divorce is tolerated but not encouraged. However, 100,000%. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear your take on this. It says, however, to be granted a divorce, both parties must agree and their church leader must approve the decision. The church also offers classes for couples who are struggling in their marriage. So is that true that um, you have to have a church leader like approve of your divorce? Uh,
1: that I don't know. I, 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 It does have to be approved if you're going to have a temple divorce because right. they think of marriage in like different terms with the Mormon church. Like you get married, um, in the temple. And it's almost like two different types of marriages. You can almost look at it that way. Like it's for this lifetime. And then the other marriages, when you go through the temple, they're for all eternity forever and ever. And, um, so they want to make sure. And there's like this saying that, um, if you, if two people marry and they're both faithful and righteous members of the church, they can make a marriage last. So, uh, that goes to tell you if you're not a faithful member, and you're married to someone and it doesn't work, it's your fault. Or yeah. if you are a faithful mar- member and your marriage doesn't work
0: out, it's still your fault. <laughs> right, right. Because you can't get out of that. Right. That teaching is that if you're faithful and you whatever, then this will work. But if not, right. then you you failed. It couldn't be that you just grew apart or you were married. You were full, you know.
1: Yeah, but
0: so it,
1: they do. They take marriage like extremely seriously because you gotta think about this too. The, these girls are getting married when they're young. Um, mm-hmm. I was 19, and they start pushing you to start having babies immediately. Um, so these women aren't getting educated, and they are having babies, and then they're trapped in this marriage because they have no skills.
0: Right. So, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I just got off way off track, y'all. No, that <laughs> is totally on track. I, yeah. I mean, it, that is like very true. I mean, I think it, in my experience, it's a little bit less taboo than like in the Catholic Church, um, right? Where it's like you just literally don't get married, or I mean, get divorced at all, because there are Mormons who get divorced, obviously. Um. But yeah, it's like, do every single goddamn thing you can to make it work, even if that means like ruining your mental and physical health, right? It's like, you just oh, have yeah. to try to make it work because it's, it is pretty taboo to get divorced.
1: You know, I was actually thinking, it's kind of similar to uh, Catholicism in the way that um, when you get married in the Catholic Church, you can't get married in there again, unless you have an annulment, right? Mm. So it's the same with the temple. Like, men can oh, get, right it's I mean, it's the same for women with the temple because, like, you get married in the temple, you can't get married in the temple again unless you have a temple divorce.
0: Yeah, um, but a man can get married again because polygamy. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next one. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has a long history of discouraging tattoos. The church ah. <laughs> The church discourages members from getting tattoos or participating in body piercing members who already had tattoos were encouraged to have them removed by their physician i don't really know what that means the what, stance tattoo, on tato- tattoo <laughs> removal yeah okay. and then the church's stance on tattoos today is that they are discouraged but not prohibited so and that is true like yeah. i it, was
1: <laughs> my my um rebellious rebellious first tattoo like i've said before was in scripture from the Book Oh, that's great.
0: Right. That's great. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, because I was like, it's okay if I get those scriptures. <laughs> <laughs> I love that logic. <laughs> it
0: just kind of opened the floodgates. Um, you know, I love tattoos. Oh, and you have so many great ones. Um, you're you're not going to find many Mormons with tattoos, though. I'll say that. Like Except for that tattooed Mormon, which they like flung around like they're so cool. And they have this chick who's tattooed. It's so annoying to <sighs> me. I'm sorry. It's so annoying. And like. Yeah, you're not gonna get kicked out of the church if you get a tattoo, but like it'll be, it would be a big deal, and your bishop might like ask you about it. You might have to repent. I don't know, depending on who your bishop is. And yeah, the, just the shame from your congregation alone, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one. Members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints <laughs> believe that they are to abstain from coffee and tea. Coffee and tea come from plants that contain caffeine, a stimulant that many Mormons avoid because it affects their health in various ways. (laughs) Apart from the impact on physical health, drinking caffeinated beverages can have a negative effect on spiritual health as well. Take it away, (laughs) Kelly. I'm sorry. I know what you want to say. (laughs) But Diet Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly, though, this whole argument that they don't use caffeine because it's a stimulant, yet... They Shit. have so much soda and energy drinks and they get a lot of energy from a lot of sugary things as well. And that's that's a stimulant when you have it in high quantities. And it's just like, yeah, the argument doesn't hold up. And I can't blame this this author here because it's like it doesn't make sense. Don't try to make it make sense. <laughs> <laughs> what have you said? It's like the mental gymnastics can't be comfortable. Like, mm. No, honey. And it's just funny because it's like tea. Is widely known to be quite healthy, especially like green tea and herbal tea. But a lot of Mormons even avoid herbal tea because the appearance of evil.
1: (laughs) 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 Yes. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of um, when I was growing up, my mom, when she would get really bad headaches, she would make a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. So I always was just like, oh, my gosh, we have tea in this house. Like if the bishop <laughs> comes over and sees us, he's going to think we're sinners.
0: Sinners. Mom. <laughs> uh, I know. It's just wild to me, the, the weird rules that just don't make sense. But, yeah, they, they basically got it right. They just um, they would explain it in a way that Mormons would disagree with because they'd be like, well, no, we can drink caffeine. Exactly. We just can't have it in coffee or tea. And then they'll say, like, we can't have hot caffeine. But then they're like, oh, so you could have, like, like, uh, iced tea. And then they're like, oh, wait, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's the <laughs> so weirdest thing.
0: Mm-hmm. When I
1: was, like, rebelling in um, Utah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was getting I was getting ready to get married, actually. And so I was living a little bit on the edge because I was like, you know, get it out now. Uh Um, I would go to the 7-Eleven and I would get their uh, frozen cappuccinos.
0: Oh, my God. I did. I
1: did. did, (laughs)
0: But, you know, I was like, it's cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's cold. Don't judge me, celestial Jesus. Yeah, I felt so like I felt like it's so risque. I was gonna say you're good. such a rebel. You're such a bad girl, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. I want one now. Um, yeah. Okay, next one is Mormon women women are expected to dress modestly. But what does that really mean? For a woman, <laughs> modesty means dressing in a way that doesn't draw attention to her body or call undue attention to herself. This typically means clothing should cover the collarbone, shoulders, and midriff. Heels should be low and dresses should be to knee length or longer. Uh, well, yeah. th-
1: the only thing I have to say about that is the heels can be as fucking high as those girls want. Do you nice. think McKinsley <laughs> from Provo, Utah is not going to be wearing her fucking like eight inch heels to make her look taller and like skinny 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 with her big poofy blonde hair sorry girl, go on about how much girl she
0: like you are describing what i looked like when i was 18. i would oh, bear, too. <laughs> i would wear the tallest heels i could find i have no idea how i walked in them And then I would wear, I was, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be a little bit like sexy at church. And I wore a pencil skirt, which I know would piece of people would frown on because it was tight. And then like a little button up or whatever. My hair wasn't blonde, but still, I, they definitely like, if they're not a super Molly Mormon, they try to tweak the rules a bit and still look like all sexy sex, you know? Okay. That totally
1: reminds me. There was this woman, um, I was really good friends with her and we both had the same dress. But this dress looked a lot better on her because <laughs> so she, oh. she was like very, she was very curvy and very, very like I was super awkward and didn't hadn't bought my boobs yet. So <laughs> they hadn't come in. Um, so I, you know, I was shaped like a 13 year old boy. And so I'd wear this dress and it was fine. Then she came in wearing this dress and it was like. Probably two sizes too small, and it looked fucking amazing on her. And she was wearing like these tall, like boots, these badass boots with a big heel on it. Oh. That, that caused <laughs> it. Was you guys, it was a long sleeve, long sleeve, like just a black dress, just a plain black dress. Did not show a thing, but, but. she had a figure. It was like they couldn't, they were like, seriously, she was pulled aside for wearing that. Because she was teaching primary.
0: Oh, my God. Yep. Okay, that is... Uh, uh, stop, like, making women feel bad for just having bodies. Like, that kind of thing happened to Sarah, too. Because, yeah. you know, she got them, them girls. And she would wear, like, anything that anyone else would wear. And she would get shit for it because she filled it out. And it was like, well, well you're too sexy. And she's like, sorry, I just have a body. <laughs> Well, and, and look at it on, on
1: my end here because, like, I wore the same dress and nobody told me anything. And so yeah, I'm like, what what's the- wrong with me?
0: Right. So then you're feeling the shame as well. Like, I stopped wearing the dress because I was like, clearly this doesn't look good on me because nobody, what? Nobody got on to me. I don't understand that, like. <sighs> uh, yeah, that pisses me off I'm all around. <laughs> Ugh. Mm-hmm. So. OK, so another rule is to not recreate or shop on Sundays in order to keep the Sabbath day holy. Mormons also refrain from drinking coffee and alcoholic beverages like beer. I don't know why that fits in. So I guess this is saying, yeah, they don't shop on Sunday, keep the Sabbath day holy. Uh, And some Mormons take this to a different extreme. Like some never, they don't take off their church clothes all day and stuff like that.
1: Yes. (laughs) I had roommates like that. Oh, my were, God. Um, yeah, they would wear their dresses the entire day and just read scriptures. Man, as soon as I was out of that church and, like, in my apartment, like, clothes were being flung everywhere. Yeah. Shoes were chunked across the room because I was like, I hate this church.
0: I'm <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> I mean, I'm like that still. When I get home from somewhere, it is straight into comfy clothes. Like. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Next one says. Only men can perform regular church rituals, such as baptisms and priesthood ordinations. Women may only be baptized by the request of the individual woman or her parents. Women are allowed to participate in the priesthood, but only if they have been deemed worthy and ordained by a man of high rank.
1: Okay, okay. So So you you can
0: participate in the priesthood? uh, Participate in the priesthood, but only if they've been deemed worthy and ordained by a man of high rank. I think they got this one wrong.
1: <laughs> I, I think they, they used the term participate to make it look like women were allowed. But being yeah. participating in priesthood like things, that means you're able to be a chorister. That means you can you can <laughs> play the piano in sacramenting, you can say the prayer. Oh, because you're so, participating in the oh, priesthood okay. that
0: yeah, that, so um, like if know. the bishop calls you to a calling, that's you participating in the priesthood. Yes. One, oh. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: yeah, they're not wrong, and literally everything is done by men except for that one time in the temple when you go through initiatory. There is, you know, they do quote have the priesthood as women.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But and only in the temple. And it's not the same. And, and also- only Monday through
1: uh, only Monday through Thursday <laughs> from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. <laughs>
0: and the part where it says women can only be baptized by the request of the individual woman or her parents i don't think parents can just like request that a grown woman get married no Uh, no i I, wouldn't think so that i I mean that yeah i haven't heard of that but i mean parents do teach their children to get baptized and then they say like oh my kid chose to be baptized. Like, no, they didn't. You, they don't know any different. Like, they didn't choose that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, I guess that's what they're saying. Maybe it just says women. We, why does it say just women? Need to I don't, I,
0: that's I so don't know. I don't know. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Got that was sort of wrong. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't blame them for getting some things wrong with this weird-ass cult, you know? It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Mormons believe that there are three kingdoms of glory celestial, terrestrial, and celestial. It is only in the celestial kingdom that individuals will live with God. Glory for us will depend upon the depth of our conversion to the Lord and will be displayed in the height of our obedience. Um, that is correct. And also,
1: yeah, that's right. Little known fact in the celestial kingdom, there are different degrees of glory in there.
0: Yes, there are. There's the very highest one. There's three levels in the celestial level. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you want to be yeah. in the highest tier of the highest level and because if not, you're not living with God and also this didn't mention you you could be separated from your family if you you know, are a sinner or whatever. You go to a lesser level, you can't visit your family on the higher levels. They can only visit you. Did yep. you know that? <laughs> they, can, they can choose to go to the bad side of the neighborhood, but you can't choose to leave. <laughs> yeah, they can, they can slum it, but you're not allowed into the country club. Nope, never, never. All right. Mormons practice a few different clothing rituals that are considered sacred. Not secret. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh. One of the more controversial rituals is wearing special undergarments that have religious significance. Mormons believe that following these practices will help them live with God in the afterlife and also be worthy of entering temples where they can participate in sacred ceremonies like marriages, baptisms, and endowments. The undergarments are called temple garments, which are worn daily by devout Mormons.
1: Oh, I always thought they were Jesus panties.
0: <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I call them Jesus jammies. <laughs> but I like Jesus panties. Um so yeah, they got this kind of right but um yeah mormons i feel like a lot of them believe they're like a symbol of their covenant with god outward symbol
1: of an internal
0: covenant yeah it's yeah it's not just trying to control your underwear every single aspect of your life
1: (laughs) uh, man it's so crazy how that little like little bit of fabric not really it's like a fucking yard of fabric they have to wear um but that controls so much. Uh huh.
0: Controls of life. It, it literally controls everything about how you feel and what you wear and all of it. I, I, yes. oh,
1: like, I, you can't let it get on the ground. You have to dispose of it in a certain way. That, um, and the temple actually does have, uh, the, they're talking about ritualistic uh, aspects of the clothing. I mean, that definitely was my experience when I went through the temple because they had you like put certain robes and sashes on in a certain Um, order and you had to take your shoes off. Oh, that's right. Change of clothes. Yeah. That's Um, so weird. (laughs) And it was like one time the, the the robe was going over one shoulder and then you had to switch to the other shoulder because that was a sign of something. I don't know. Um, So yeah, they do have that. It is very ritualistic and.
0: And weird. and weird and creepy and culty, and it's just like, why why are we doing this? I don't know. What? <laughs> okay. The church has many rules that are unique to its faith and culture. One of the most well-known is the rule about not engaging in premarital sex. Mormons are not allowed to be sexually active outside of marriage or have any relation under any circumstance. If you're a member of the church, you must abstain from sexual activity until you are married. This includes kissing, touching, and even heavy petting. Pornography is strictly prohibited. Can I tell you how much I dislike the the word petting? It's gross. (laughs) Save the petting for the animals, you know? I just don't (sighs) like it, but (laughs) they're right about this, and to go even further, you're not allowed to masturbate. That's a sin as well. That is true, yeah. And even more so, it's, it's kind of a thing. I don't know if it's as much so anymore, but it was a thing for a while that, like, they would say even certain acts inside yes. of marriage are sinful, like um, oral sex, for example. Or going down the dirt road. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I not heard it called that before? <laughs> oh, my God. Tell <laughs> Yeah, you're supposedly not supposed to do that. I think the, the, the gist is is that marriage is between man and a woman uh, to have faith. And so we know position. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, this reminds me, I saw an article in the Salt Lake Tribune that this Mormon, um, these Mormon parents, I think it was in Lehigh, Utah. They're suing their son's high school because apparently he had sex with his girlfriend at the high in the high school parking lot, like during school hours. And the parents are suing the school because they are blaming them for like not watching their kid close enough and that infringes on their freedom of religion oh (laughs) my god no how fucking (laughs) embarrassing for that kid it's like he chose to have sex with his girlfriend at school and his parents are just putting him on blast and he's in the salt lake tribune and it's like oh god no (laughs) he'll never have sex again yeah, I was traumatized. <laughs> uh, but yes, listeners, as you, I'm sure you all know, lots of Mormons like don't even kiss before marriage. I mean, some do, like like Kelly. Um, <laughs> I'm a <limp> whore. <laughs> same girl. Um, but uh, yeah, some of them, depending on like the family and how strict it is, they're just like, like sex really, really, really bad until you get married and then you're supposed to have lots of it and have lots of kids. So,
1: yeah. Until anguish you go through at least I did when I had sex for the first time even though I was married Uh um because I was like this is wrong this is wrong how can this be right all of a sudden just because we you know said I do or I will Uh I was like how how is this right and like nobody had prepared me for it I mean I obviously I wasn't an idiot I knew what to expect but it was yeah 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 Yeah. hate it Mm -hmm. yeah Next so one, I think you should try before you buy.
0: That's what oh. I have to say. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I am so with you. Like, sh- that would, I just feel like, yeah, you just need to know if you guys are compatible, what you're doing, yeah. you know? Yeah, because
1: years of that, like, it was not ever fun. And so I had no idea how amazing it could be. Um, mm. oh. Yeah. he's
0: Current husband, I love him. Oh, yeah, cute. Okay, this next one is interesting. Mormons are often very careful about what they eat. One of the reasons for this is that Mormons believe that food can have an effect on their spiritual well-being. The Mormons believe they should that meat should be eaten sparingly. Some people <coughs> interpret this to mean that they should only eat meat on special occasions like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Others believe that eating meat is not discouraged at all. But it should be done with restraint. If that were true, be great. It, like- <laughs> yeah. Um, so technically, that is in the Doctrine and Covenants, in the Word of Wisdom, right? It says, "Eat meat sparingly." But conveniently, uh, pretty much every Mormon I know doesn't doesn't abide by that rule. <laughs> I mean, it's just like how ch- hot chocolate is not a hot drink. Yeah. Hot chocolate isn't a hot drink, even though it has a little bit of caffeine from the from the cocoa, right? But you can still have that and you can have as much meat as you want, but tea is a no-go.
1: Right. And I'm, you know, it's like every single activity has to have like a snack and those snacks are 99.9% of the time, like Rice Krispie Treats or yeah. store-bought cookies and everybody's blessing the food so it can nourish and strengthen our bodies. And I'm like, I'm sorry, friends.
0: Yes, the are not going to strengthen anything. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess there are, are some Mormon vegetarians and vegans, but that's just their own like personal choice. They're not necessarily, in in my experience, doing it because of the word of wisdom, because that is the part that they all just ignore. <laughs>
1: What's interesting is those people, now that I think about it, whenever someone would say, oh, I'm vegetarian, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I had no, I had no idea that that was like, was kind of a quote, hippie thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I totally judged vegetarians. And then I decided I wanted to be one. <laughs> what it was
0: like, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's true. and Especially like coming from the Mormon culture where every, at least every dinner, in my experience, it's like centered around the protein and by protein i mean animal protein so like Mm. eating vegan or vegetarian is very not as common at at least when i was a member so it could have changed but probably not probably Um, not i remember (laughs) oh my god this is so off topic
1: but this is a sidewalk cupcake (laughs) i when i was mormon um i i was also very conservative and i remember this guy was talking about plugging his lawn mower into to (laughs) To like mow his lawn, I was like, you plug it in. He's like, yeah, you know, to save on gas and stuff like that. I'm like, are you a tree hugger? Oh
0: my God. <laughs> you called him a tree
1: hugger, totally did. In the middle of the hall at church, I was like, are you a tree hugger? And he's like, I guess I am. And I was like, and he also drove a Prius, so like, that should have been a oh,
0: uh, as if that's a bad thing, right? You're like, ah, oh, <sighs> care about the world. Don't you know that J that Celestial Jesus is gonna come back and this is all gonna go to shit? So we don't have to take care of it. We're just gonna go to heaven. We <laughs> yeah. We need to be worried about word pollution in this world,
1: <laughs> not actual pollution. Oh my God, I'm dying. I oh, oh. Listeners, listeners, there's an episode on Patreon that
0: that talks about that. <laughs> yeah. How far we've come, you know, from what. <laughs> to believe. I just, wow, I marvel. Okay. Me too. <laughs> Next one is uh, Mormons do not believe in abortion. The church believes that life starts at conception and that life is sacred from then on. This belief is based on the idea that the decision to terminate a pregnancy would be interfering with God's plan for a woman's life. Um. This is true. Yeah. So yeah, they definitely <laughs> oppose abortion and like, n- yeah. And most Mormons are, you know, anti-abortion. Um, right. But you know what? That's reminded me of when we watched Saturday's Warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, how it seemed like the the child, this child spirit was like in heaven right until the moment it was coming out of the mother's. <laughs> yeah, funny. So that it's like, so wait, was the child in the belly as a fetus or not? But Yeah, they definitely, it's like not, it's very forbidden to have an abortion.
1: Let me tell you guys a little story. I'm full of them. Um, (laughs) So trigger warning, this does deal with abortion and uh, things like that. But I have a very good friend. um, You guys may have heard of her. Her name's Amanda Zorowski. She uh, is suing the state of Texas because um, after Roe versus Wade was overturned, you know, she was pregnant. She was about 19 weeks long. She and her husband had been trying for years to have a baby, had to go through all this in vitro and stuff like that. Got pregnant. Amazing. So excited. She was nine, 19 weeks. She goes for a walk and her water breaks. Mm. And, um, it turns out that she had an incompetent cervix. She went to the doctor thinking that, you know, they were just gonna be like, it's totally fine. This is normal. But they're like, you, you know, this baby is not going to live. And, Mm. Uh, we cannot get rid of it because it still has a heartbeat and you're either going to have to get really sick or the baby has to die before we can remove it because of the state laws.
0: Oh my God.
1: She ended up like three days, three days of going back to the doctor to see if that baby was still alive. And she had to go through like hoping that that heartbeat was gone, but also not wanting it to be gone. Yeah. And, she got super sick. Like she had like 104 degree fever. Then they could finally take the baby because she was starting to turn septic.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. So she ended up losing her reproductive organs and she uh, was septic. She was in the hospital for like a long, like they didn't know if she was going to make it kind of thing. All because she was not allowed to have, have that removed, have an abortion and so I, uh, uh, yeah, like insane, so scary. And this uh, woman it's is- So awful. Oh my God. She is like, she's, it's going to be a new Roe versus Wade with her. Like she's going to take this on. Like she's been traveling the country with uh, the VP, the VP. Ve- she's hung out with with Joe and his wife. <laughs> so like she's, she's going to make some changes, but yeah, uh, like it's, abortion. Uh, and she's, you know, this rich white privileged woman living in Austin, Texas and she yeah. almost died. So you can think so of, this is literally genocide.
0: It really is. Or, okay,
1: yeah. that's my that's my soapbox. No, oh, it really I am is.
0: Stepping off. <laughs> I I'm glad you told that story. And yeah, I'll just echo like abortion is healthcare, and by women's not bodies. Having, yeah, women's bodies and just women's lives are on you know at risk, and and women are dying from this, and it's mm-hmm. terrible. It's just ugh. So yeah, all that to say. Mormons don't believe in abortion, which, yeah, so don't they don't care about women that much. Obviously. No, not at all. Ugh. All right, moving on. <clears throat> Mormons are taught not to use foul language or swear. There is a distinction between profanity and swearing, and Mormons are careful not to use either. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints says that swearing is using the name of God in a way that doesn't show respect for him. Welsh shiz. Well, is shiz, celestial Jesus. What the frick? <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Dang it. What Shucks. H double right. hockey sticks. <laughs> like, Fudge.
1: Literally make up stuff like. a oh, frick. Remember, like monkey farts or something <laughs> was one of those that I would use. <laughs> um, <laughs> monkey farts. <laughs> because like I couldn't come up with anything. I can't say what I want to say. I know. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. I was in fifth grade, um, and in my head, we were doing a mile. We were running a mile. I don't know why I'm having all these memories, Katie. I'm. So I love funny. it. They're just no, like I love it. Lying out of my brain. Um, it's because I've been repressing them for so long. But I was running around the track, and I, in my head, I kept thinking, okay, just, just say a bad word. Just say it out loud. Just say, it, <laughs> just say it. Just say it. And I couldn't do it. I was like, this is Satan. He's trying to get me to say shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That is
0: Satan's main goal, is to work really hard on baby Kelly to get her to say shit at school. <laughs> you almost got me, but not almost. <laughs> Uh I remember when I was young, probably in like sixth grade, and the song Backstreet's Back came out. And you know how in the beginning, I don't know if you're a BSB girly, but in the beginning he goes like, oh my God, we're back again. <laughs> And I we played that like at my friend's house and one of our other friends was like, oh, they just said they just said the worst swear word. And I like I remember looking at my other friend and I was like, I was like the F word. No, he did not And then she's like, no, he took the name of the Lord in vain. And I was like, oh, yeah, he did. Maybe we shouldn't listen to this song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a friend who said, Jesus Christ. It was when I was in middle school. I slapped her. (gasps) We slapped her. (laughs) On the school bus. I'm like, Misty
0: Goodwin, we do not say that. (laughs) We took our duties to not swear and not let other people swear very seriously. (laughs)
1: Lemon.
0: We grew up to be a lot more fun at parties. Because can you imagine if we were like that now? Oh, my (laughs) God. We're just slapping everyone that says a swear.
1: <laughs> oh my God! It would be kind of nice though. Lots of anger getting out, like yeah. slap all the people.
0: Right. <laughs> okay. Mormons are a religious group that believes in prayer. Mormons pray every day, morning and night. They usually pray in the morning before going about their day. They pray for the ability to do it as right and for assistance for those they know who are in need. Mormons also have a weekly meeting where they discuss the scriptures and ask for guidance from God <laughs> more than weekly. They, I mean, maybe yeah. during the week, <laughs> like every day. Uh, yeah. And, and prayer is definitely like a huge thing. You, I remember I was supposed to pray in the morning and at night for sure by myself, but then also with your family. Mm-hmm. And then like throughout the day, you're like supposed to keep a prayer in your heart. And you're supposed to pray before everything that you eat. Yep. Um, Got to bless that top ramen. (laughs) Yeah. Sodium
1: heals your soul. (laughs) Bless that ice cream sandwich. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
0: that's that's definitely true. Like constant prayer. Yeah, it kind of keeps you in that brainwashed mindset too. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of bizarre Mormon rules that people may find hard to believe. One of them is the rule that states that teenage Mormons should not date until they are 16 years old. Oh, the... that is not that hard to believe. Come on. <laughs> I know this is <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Um, the reasoning behind this is that dating can interfere with a person's ability to focus on their religious life, and it also could allow for physical intimacy before marriage. So I mean, um, that's that's the only reason is the, oh. the sex.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, uh, I was definitely taught this. I know that in recent, like, maybe this past year, didn't they, like, shift it to say mm-hmm. the parents can decide now when the children can start to date, but we highly encourage it remains at 16 or whatever. And even then, you're supposed to just date, like, casually in group dates and then date really seriously when the men or boys get back from their missions. Yes. Yes. And you know if you get asked
1: out by an RM, a returned missionary, there is, like, engagement potential right there.
0: Yeah, like, and, like, like,
1: you literally just meet them, you find out they're an
0: RM, you're like, could I marry this guy? Right. I mean, you guys, she's not exaggerating. Like, it happens, people get engaged in, like, they've known each other for, like, a couple of weeks. Oh,
1: a weekend. I was walking yeah. on campus at BYU, and this girl was like, oh, my gosh, you, guys, how was your date last week? And she's like, it was so good, we felt so connected. And oh, uh, he, we're gonna get married. And she was oh. like, that was fast. Uh, she's like, I know, but when you know, you know. And I was like, you
0: can't know that quickly. No. Oh, no. Oh, what?
1: Uh, oh. wonder how her life went. <laughs> Probably <laughs> wonder. wonderfully with all of her 12 children. You know what? To this day, she's on that, she went on that show.
0: Daisy Crane oh. obey. <laughs> all right next one mormons are required to serve a full-time mission as a rite of passage from adolescence into adulthood missionaries typically live abroad with one older and more experienced missionary serving as the mentor to the other the typical mission lasts two years but it can be less or more depending on the length of time that church leaders feel is necessary um this is kind of right but it's so women can go, but they a lot of times most women don't. Um, it's not compulsory. Like the, the men have yeah, to go on their missions or have, it's required. Um, yeah. And their missions are two years, but women uh, women's missions are a year and a half. But like this is making it seem like if you come home sooner, it might be because the leader asked you to. If you come home early from your mission, it's like really different. It's not disgraceful but it feels disgraceful in that culture do you know what I'm saying yeah
1: you get pretty shunned.
0: yes um,
1: yeah yeah so uh, oh and also um, the men now go on their missions like at 18 because they were losing a bunch of guys they used to have uh, the starting age for missions was 19 and oh that's they right. graduate from high school they'd go off to college for a year and then they wouldn't want to go on their missions. So the right. church solved that. I'm sorry, they received revelation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's how, how it always is, right? Too. It's like, oh, we see a problem, and we can't just like say we're gonna change. We're gonna. It needs to be done, you know, through God or whatever. And it's like, we can see right through this, people. Yeah. Uh, um. So, my computer has decided to freeze. <laughs> <laughs> last one so i think i'm going to just end it on that note and i think that the article did a decent job but um got some things wrong but i mean it it, again like if i had to write an article about any like random cult or religion i didn't know anything about i wouldn't have probably got it that close you know
1: (laughs) oh uh, they clearly knew what they were talking about i mean enough to be dangerous and to you know get most of it right like i i yeah most of that article um
0: yeah but yeah well thank you so much for being the guest co-host and i'm sure you'll be back soon yes thanks for having me oh i love it every single time and thank you listeners we'll be back next week Bye bye